0: Right, it's hard. It's hard right now just where the economy is, clients canceling, events canceling. But I need to be, I need to be the calm in the storm. I need to be the lighthouse. I need to be that thing, that beacon of hope to go, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. As leaders, as CEOs and as leaders, we have to be out in front. We have to be the one taking the bullets, taking the hit, taking the, the charge, creating calm, creating peace, creating harmony, because that's what they look to us for, right? That's why they work for us. That's why they follow us.
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, that we hit 1600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different, where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call the CV Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focusing on operations, the system will set you free. So think about systems, think about flow, sustainability, potentially working out in your morning routine, waking up early, e-commerce, different business models. Think of the operations and the models that basically set up the foundation to allow the creativity within organizations, but also to make sure the trains are running on time and things are going as they should. Now, this is extremely important because we often can turn to the sexy parts of business and forget about the operations and how important that is. So, I really want to focus this month on this specific topic. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today at Susie Carter of SusieCarter.com. Susie, it's awesome to have you on the show.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to contribute to your tribe. And you know what? Thank you, Gresham, for everything that you do, especially now, right? We need some inspiration, some real facts, some actionable items. Mm. In the midst of a storm, we need to be the calm.
2: Exactly. We're trying to be calm as much as possible. So I'm honored to get the opportunity to interview really awesome people like Susie. And just to introduce you uh, to Susie, if you haven't uh, heard anything about her, Susie is actually started out as a low-paid hairdresser trying to support her two little girls. Instead of working for someone else, she decided to do whatever it took to create her own business. After much blood, sweat, and tears mixed with cheap mascara, she went on to create not one, but two $10 million dollar companies. Her core genius is the ability to simplify complicated issues by creating simple proven systems that are guaranteed to create dramatic growth growth for any company. She has helped over 100,000 entrepreneurs increase their revenues by more than 3,000% and work with top business mog- moguls. In her newest book, number 10, Power Your Profit is a blueprint start to finish plan for taking your business from startup mode to the multi-million dollar marks. Susie, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am ready. Awesome. Let's do it. So they kick everything off, I know I touched on a little bit. I wanted to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story. Well will you get started with your business.
0: Really the, I don't know if you're like this, but nobody's the boss of me. <laughs> so when I got married, my grandma pulled my husband aside and said, I don't know why you're married or she don't listen. <laughs> we don't say that on my wedding day. But I really started because I needed to take care of my two babies, right? I was a single mom raising two little kids and had to figure out With no child support, how do I do this? And I was a hairdresser, and at that time making less than thirty grand a year, and going, I I can't afford to live in Southern California on thirty grand a year. So I really had to figure out the business side. Fifteen percent of our financial success is our technical ability; the other eighty-five percent is the business strategy uh, implementation strategy. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say I like to take these complicated things simplifying. I have my PhD. I know that's not in the bio. My PhD is my public high school diploma. (laughs) (laughs) So I had the hustle muscle, right? I have a ton of education, but my education is like this, right? Where I'm coming on, what do I need to learn today? If I got sued, I took a business law class. If I needed business finance, I took a business finance class. So none of it was theory. It was all like, how do I implement this in my business today? And I'm still that way. Mm -hmm. What do I need to learn, you know, in this growing time to grow my business, to excel my business? What kind of coaches do I need around me? What kind of people do I need around me? So it really started from a necessity. And then I fell in love with business. I fell in love with like, why is not more people teaching this? Why are they teaching it so complicated? That was my experience back in the day. I'm, gonna, I'm <laughs> So it was before the internet, before Google, right? Where you'd go to bookstores and devour the content or you'd have to find a seminar. It wasn't, these seminars weren't readily available. You had to find them the mm-hmm. somehow, somewhere. Now we're so blessed that education is at our fingertips. And I just made a commitment. I started in the beauty industry of let me help you I did a quarter of a million dollars a year, three days a week as a hairdresser. That just mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And it was because I worked on the 85%. What systems do I need to put in place? What does my average ticket need to be? What does my base price have to be? How do how much do we have to charge? I'm no kidding, in order to be profitable. Entrepreneurs today aren't even looking at that, right? They're making pricing up, pulling it out of our high knee or pulling it out of wherever to go, here's how much Gershom charges a 1,000. You charge 1,500. You charge 800. I'm going to charge 1,200. Okay, that, that's not a pricing strategy. <laughs> that's an open <laughs> prayer. <laughs> So what are the, how, how do you do that? And how do you create profit? I believe profit is the value that we as business owners contribute to the business. Most people go, oh, profit's a thing that's left over. Mm. Profit is planned for. Let's plan for that stuff. And I believe that it's for all of us, not for some of us. My hat says that wealth is our birthright. It's your birthright. It's my birthright. We live in a country where we get to choose. We get to choose how much money we make or don't make. I've made a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. I've made no money. <laughs> I've made great money. I've struggled with money. So I understand it to go, ah. I want to play the game called I want not win. I want to play the game called profitability. I want to, life works so much better when you have the freedom of money. And that's all money gives us. The freedom to invest, the freedom to take care of your family different, the freedom to you know, play bigger in the world, the freedom to live in an area that you want to. That's all it does. It's, it's dirty paper at the end of the day, but that mm-hmm. dirty paper gives me a lot of freedom.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. It makes so much sense. So I, I know that's a lot of what you do with entrepreneurs and business owners, right? Could you take us through like exactly like how you serve the clients and some of the things that you do?
0: Yeah. So it starts with a plan, right? We all have a plan. Most of our plan is in our head, right? <laughs> I got to get that plan out of your head hmm. and really look at where's the money the gifts that I have. And it's been as a early, early on, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 10 years old. Because I grew up with nine sisters, Bobby, Ronnie, Terry, Joni, Shelley, Susie, Kelly, Debbie, lots of kids, lots of mouths to feed. <laughs> so there was never money, right? There wasn't allowance. I didn't even know allowance was a thing until I got older and people, my friends were like, my parents cut me off. I'm like, "What didn't cut you off for?" Of <laughs> I
1: didn't
0: even understand. I'm like, we gave you money? What? It's like, wow. <laughs> so I want to really looking at where's the money in your business. That is a gift that I have. You send me your P&L today, I will double your income. I just see money everywhere, money that you're leaving on the t- table, money that's under the table, money you didn't even know that's there, because that's just what I can see inside of the numbers, how much fat you're wasting in your business, just because we don't know. And I just, serial entrepreneur, I had, I've start, started and sold six businesses, really eight, those two, I don't count because I failed at those, right? There wasn't really a money strategy around it, it was of uh-huh. a hobby, so, but so six that really <laughs> made me money, built those businesses and sold them for millions.
2: Awesome. As you said, flex that hustle muscle to be able to develop the skill to be able to do that. So I think we sometimes gloss over that aspect.
0: Yeah, a lot of people want to measure their start to my middle, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not done. I right. right? don't measure to my middle. I'm in my middle, right? I'm on my seventh business. So when you look at that and you're just starting, you're going to have a different learning curve for me. So Charles Gibbons wrote a book called Wealth Without Risk. And he talks about you have to put 10 of energy in to get one unit of result. Once we get that momentum going, we put one unit in to get 10 units of result. When we're starting any business, you're going to feel defeated. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel like this isn't working, but you got to put those 10 units in. Then it clicks. Then you put one unit energy and the domino effects happens where money starts rolling in, opportunity starts rolling in, but you have to be in radical action. You can't sit back and wait. No one's knocking on the door. Hey, Christian, want to hire me? Hey, (laughs) (laughs) I got to go put myself out there. I got to go dial for dollars to make that happen a lot of business owners start a business and go, okay, where are they? I did my first business being a hairdresser, got my license, got my scissors, got my blow dry. I'm like, where's my clientele? They're like, no, you got to go get that. I'm like, what do you mean? they (laughs) are still waiting for me. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about the business of business. So it's all about that strategy that you put in place. And again, I love that we get to create it as entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. right? If you look at, This look, I'm gonna get up in somebody's business right now. I'm just gonna say that before I say this. (laughs) If you look at what you're committed to, look at the results you have. Look at what you're committed to, look at the results that you have. If you have love and abundance in your life, then that's what you're committed to. You have stress and poverty and struggle, that's what you're committed to. I grew up struggling, that was my middle name, Susie Struggle Carter, right? And I had to realize, oh, but I grew up in the era of watching soap operas and dramas, and that's where I learned love. That's where, oh, 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 Oh. really? That doesn't work well in business. There's no drama in business. So it's being able to look at what are you really committed to and what do you need to do? What do you need to change? What do you need to look at in order to improve on that? I can still catch myself being dramatic if you can't tell. We <laughs> had <you know, laughs> hat and wing everywhere else. But I use my powers for good now, right? Yeah. I really look at, I wanted a different life for my children. I wanted a different life. I wanted my children to go to college. I wanted my children to have opportunities. I wanted them to travel the world. And nobody was going to give me that. I think I learned that early on in my first marriage. And now my husband, he's my husband. <laughs> <can't learn> <laughs> you go, oh, because I grew up thinking a man was supposed to take care of me. That didn't happen. And that was just our, my belief as my family to go, oh, I realize that if I'm, anything's going to have to happen, it has to happen with me. I need right. to be pause in the matter. I need to change that. I need to make that happen. And that's worked well in my life, right? To be able to be responsible for what is and what isn't. Right. It's hard. It's hard right now. Just where the economy is, clients canceling, events canceling, but I need to be, I need to be the calm in the storm. I need to be the lighthouse. I need to be that thing, that beacon of hope to go. This too shall pass Mm -hmm. as leaders, as CEOs and as leaders, we have to be out in front. We have to be the one taking the bullets, taking the hit, taking the the charge, creating calm, creating peace, creating harmony, because that's what they look to us for. That's why they work for us. That's why they follow us whatever level of CEO you are, whether you're a CEO of your own business Mm -hmm. and you're a team member of one, you Mm -hmm. still have to get out of it and go, what do I need? Who do I need? Do I need a coach? Do I need to listen to more podcasts? Do I need to be on this podcast? Do I need to listen to the reruns? So that I'm filling my mind with something that's serving me versus keeping me in struggle.
2: Appreciate that that secret sauce. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So it could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, or even some more information from your book. But what do you feel sets you apart and, and gives you that edge, so to speak?
0: My CEO hack is, uh, I'm going to quote Benjamin Franklin, Mm -hmm. as Benjamin Franklin says, takes the coins from your purse, invest them in your mind and your mind will fill your purse over the Wow. So I have coaches, right? I have three financial coaches because I I ate it in 2007, 2008 (laughs) when the market crashed. So Mm -hmm. I got that down now, right? (laughs) I've got a business coach, right? I've got a personal development coach, AKA therapist, right? (laughs) Um, so I'm a fitness coach and I'm not using them all at the same time, right? I'm using them based on my goals and my strategy. I might plug in with my business coach when I'm going to the next level, right? Or hire a specific coach for a specific piece of it. And so as CEOs, the industry, your team, if your team's not learning and growing, you're going to outgrow them and you're going to have to leave people behind. So it's imperative in my organization to go, what's your educational plan this year, right? That we're giving you and that you're giving yourself. Because I find as a CEO, if I'm the only one paying for their education, they're not taking it on. So wow. I'm a demand that if you're going to work for me, you got to work on your personal development, your business development. Because business changes so fast. Hmm. And I have to learn. We have to learn as CEOs, right? There's no option to not, like I'm devouring education right now and how to handle the prices right now to give to my clients. That's hmm. not an option for me. You as a business owner, not an option for you. What are you doing to take care of your team? How are you taking care of your team? And sometimes it's just the conversation. Sometimes it's just the calm. Sometimes it's just breathing with them to go, we will get through this. And then giving them the resources that your state has put in place for them, whether that's employee um, insurance, right, unemployment insurance, does your insurance cover that? What can we do to bridge that gap? So it's all about that leadership and that education. And I know we do it, but is it part of your winning formula? It's part of my winning formula in every area of my life to go, what do I need to work on next to be the woman that I want to be? Not the woman I was, because who I am last year is not who I am this year, right? Who I am 10 years ago is not the woman I am now. And who I want to be next year? What are those gifts and those talents that I need to develop?
2: Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget, and that could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice, or if you can happen to a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self?
0: Ooh, this is what I tell my younger business so <laughs> I'm good at, I am the money. I'm good at generating money, but I was also good at really spending the money. right? <laughs> and so creating that financial blueprint of still risk because I've gotten where I am because I risked it all to get it all. Mm-hmm. And so early on as a business owner, I truly risked it all. And that let that me incredibly vulnerable.
2: Appreciate you for sharing that, that CEO nugget. So now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Susie, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Know that So uh, for me a CEO means that I'm the change, Gandhi said it best, be the change you wish to see in the world. And every business I started wish them started because there wasn't someone doing what I thought that I needed. Back in the day, there were business trainers, but they weren't women business trainers. It was the male dominated in the, in the higher echelon. It was the beauty industry, but it was all men training. Mm-hmm. I'm like, honestly me. Right. So be the change you wish to see for your team, right? That's character, right? For your family. So that they learn how to hold themselves and conduct themselves. Because in times of crisis, your character will rise. In stressful times, your character will rise. And if you're not managing your character, working on your character, even defining your character, you can get sucked down and sucked into drama and trauma. So I think for me, it's being the change you wish to see. That's where every great business starts. That's where every invention starts. To go, what's that need? What's that solution? Only I can or my company can provide the world. I come from a servant heart. Let me serve first. When me look at how I can contribute. And I believe in law reciprocity. It comes back. It may not come back with you, but it may come back somewhere else, but it always comes back tenfold.
2: Awesome. Susie, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And then of course, how best they can get a review, get a copy of the book and hear about all the awesome things that you're working on. I
0: would love that. So listen, we just wrote this book. I'm very excited with Simon and & Schuster and it's called Power Your Profits. And you go to PowerYourProfitsBook.com and it's Power Your Profits, plural. How to take your business from 10,000 to 10 million. Bootstrap and raise the money, however you want to do it. But it's the roadmap, right? It's the thing that's going to give you this actionable items to do here. step one, step two, step three, step four. Right? I love it because it has a bunch of assessments. I love assessments. I love to see where am I at, where am I going? So it's not me telling you what to do. It's you really assessing where you are and what you need to put in place so you can go to poweryourprofitsbook.com and you can order it there. You can also find me by my name, Susie Carter. C-A-R-D, as in dollar or dinero, (laughs) E-R. Or delicious, whichever way you want
2: to get it. Either way it works. I definitely appreciate that, Susie. And we will definitely have the links in the show notes so that everybody can follow up with you, get a copy of the book as well, too. And I hope you have a great rest of the day.
1: Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase,